you between a rock and a hard place? Are you not sure if you're a sinner or a saint? Do you think you've lost your salvation? Let me take you to the New King James Version. In the book of Matthew, chapter 18, verses 12 through 14, and Jesus says, What do you think if a man has a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray? Does he not leave the ninety-nine and go to the mountains to seek the one that is strained? And if he should find it, assuredly, I say to you, he rejoices more over that sheep than over the 99 that did not go astray. Welcome to Save the Lost at All Costs. Hosted by Save the Lost at All Costs, Inc. Featuring your sister in Christ and humble servant of the Lord, Nina S. Griffin. Good afternoon. You're listening to Sister Nina S. Griffin, and we are on Save the Lost at All Costs. We're going to open up the phone lines right away. And if you are local, you will dial 702-650-5588. Again, 702-650-5588. If you're calling outside the Las Vegas area, we have a toll-free number for you, which is 800-633-8883. Again, 800 800- Three six six eighty eight eighty three. We are being streamed live from KKVV's website, and it is www.kkvv.com. Hello and God bless. I just waved to you. In addition to that, we are being streamed live from Save the Lost at All Costs' website. Our web address is www.savethelostlv.org. If you have missed any of the previous broadcasts, please go to our website, look for our weekly radio archives, just click on to the date that you like to listen. The gospel is always free on our watch, and we encourage you to stay on the website, look at the wonderful resources, and invite someone else to listen with you. If you have a Apple device, we are also being archived on iTunes for free as well. If you have a cell phone, and most of us do, I'd like you to take down this number if you don't already have it, and you can listen to KKVV anytime you like. You can listen right now to Save the Lost at All Costs. And the uh, call symbols for KKVV are 1060 AM and 100.1 FM. Again, the cell number is 605-313-0630. Again, 605-313-0630. That cell phone only works in the United States. So we're going to get right to what we're talking about today. And today we're talking about exhortation. So I am going to give you some exhortations today, some spiritual motivation to move on your heart, mind, soul, and spirit. And one of them I have today for you is from a wonderful man of God named Max Lucado. He is a fabulous Christian writer, does all types of devotionals, uh, just really great in the uh, gift of exhortation. And I wanted to share one with you that really blessed my heart. And then I have some other things I like to bless you with. So let's go with this one. The first one is called When God Whispers Your Name. Again, this is by Max Lucado. When God whispers your name. In a few moments, the day will arrive. It will roar down the track with the rising of the sun. The stillness of the dawn will be exchanged for the noise of the day. The calm of solitude will be replaced by the pounding pace of the human race. 
the refuge of the early morning will be invaded by decisions to be made and deadlines to be met. For the next 12 hours, I will be exposed to the day's demands. It is now that I must make a choice. Because of Calvary, I'm free to choose. And so I choose. I choose love. No occasion justifies hatred. No injustice warrants bitterness. I choose love. Today I will love God and what God loves. I choose joy. I will invite my God to be the God of circumstance. I will refuse the temptation to be cynical. The tool of the lazy thinker. I will refuse to see people as anything less than human beings created by God. I will refuse to see any problem as anything less than an opportunity to see God. I choose peace. I will live forgiven. I will forgive so that I may live. I choose patience. I will overlook the inconveniences of the world. Instead of cursing the one who takes my place, I'll invite him to do so. Rather than complain that the wait is too long, I will thank God for a moment to pray. Instead of clinging, or excuse me, clenching my fist at new assignments, I will face them with joy and courage. I choose kindness. I will be kind to the poor, for they are alone. Kind to the rich, for they are afraid. And kind to the unkind, for such is how God has treated me. I choose goodness. I will go without a dollar before I take a dishonest one. I will be overlooked before I will boast. I will confess before I will accuse. I will choose goodness. I choose faithfulness. Today I will keep my promises. My debtors will not regret their trust. My associates will not question my word. My wife will not question my love. And my children will never fear that their father will not come home. I choose gentleness. Nothing is won by force. I choose to be gentle. If I raise my voice, may it be only in praise. If I clench my fists, May it be only in prayer. If I make a demand, may it be only of myself. I choose self-control. I am a spiritual being. After this body is dead, my spirit will soar. I refuse to let what will not... Let me say that again. I refuse to let what will rot rule the eternal. I choose self-control. I will be drunk only by joy. 
I will be impassioned only by my faith. I will be influenced only by God. I will be taught only by Christ. I choose self-control. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. To these I commit my day. If I succeed, I will give thanks. If I fail, I will seek His grace. And then, when this day is done, I will place my head on my pillow and rest. Again, this was by Max Lucado, and it's called When God Whispers Your Name. Now, that was a blessing, and I would like it to bless you. And I hope that it did. So we're moving on. And I want to give you some scripture. So we are looking at 1 John chapter 2. And we are going to look at verse 19. Again, 1 John chapter 2. We're going to look at verse 19. And I'm in the New King James Version. And the Word of God says this. Verse 19. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that none of them were of us. So, now I'm going to read to you Another exhortation. And I'm not sure who the author is at this time. But I found it in my travels. And I thought it would be wonderful to share with you. So to this unknown author, God bless you and thank you. And may the Lord keep you. And I feel the same way for Brother Max Lucado as well. Now this is called Let It Go. <clears throat> there are people who can walk away from you. And hear me when I tell you this. When people can walk away from you, let them walk. I don't want you to try to talk another person into staying with you. Loving you. Calling you. Caring about you coming to see you, staying attached to you. I mean, hang up the phone. When people can walk away from you, let them walk. Your destiny is never tied to anybody that left. The Holy Bible said that they came out from us, that it might be made manifest, that they were not from us. For had they been of us, no doubt they would have continued with us. And we can find that in 1 John chapter 2, verse 19. People leave you because they are not joined to you. And if they are not joined to you, you can't make them stay. Let them go. And it doesn't mean that they are a bad person. It just means that their part in the story is over. 
And you've got to know when people's part in your story is over so that you don't keep trying to raise the dead. you got to know when it's dead. You've got to know when it's over. Let me tell you something. I've got the gift of goodbye. It's the tenth spiritual gift, and I believe in goodbye. It's not that I'm hateful. It's that I'm faithful. And I know whatever God means for me to have, He'll give it to me. And if it takes too much sweat, I don't need it. Stop begging people to stay. Let them go. If you are holding on to something that doesn't belong to you and was never intended for your life, then you need to let it go. If you are holding on to the past hurts and pains, let it go. If someone can't treat you right, love you back, and see your worth, let it go. If someone has angered you, let it go. If you are holding on to some thoughts of evil and revenge, let it go. If you are involved in a wrong relationship or addiction, let it go. If you are holding on to a job that is no longer meets your needs or talents, let it go. If you have a bad attitude, let it go. If you keep judging others to make yourself feel better, let it go. If you're stuck in the past and God is trying to take you to a new level in Him, let it go. If you are struggling with the healing of a broken relationship, let it go. If you keep trying to help someone who won't even try to help themselves, let it go. If you're feeling depressed and stressed, let it go. If there is a particular situation that you are so used to handling yourself and God is saying, take your hands off of it, then you need to let it go. Let the past be the past. Forget the former things. God is doing a new thing now. Let it go. Get right or get left. Think about it and then let it go. The battle is the Lord's. And that is called Let It Go. Those are two wonderful exhortations that I really hope that you'll come back and visit once I put the archive up. It's very, very special. So I want us to look a little bit closer at First John 2, verse 19. Because I think it's important that we make sure we get what God wants us to get. So I'm going to read it again. I'm in. Excuse me. That was first John chapter two, verse 19. Again, first John chapter two, verse 19. And the word of God says this. They went out from us, but they were not of us. For if they had been of us, they would have continued with us. But they went out that they might be made manifest that none of them were of us. And I'm going to go to some commentary in the Bible concerning this verse. 
the Antichrist were not total strangers to the church. They once had been in the church, but they did not really belong to it. John does not say when they left. It is clear that their reasons for joining in the first place were wrong. Some people may call themselves Christians for less than the best reasons. Perhaps going to church is a family tradition. Maybe they like the social and business contacts they make there. Or possibly going to church is a long-standing habit and they have never stopped to ask themselves why they do it. What is your main reason for being a Christian? Unless it is a Christ-centered reason, you may not really belong. You don't have to settle for less than the best. You can become personally acquainted with Jesus and become a loyal, trustworthy follower. And when we go back to let it go, now it talked about how a person relates to another person. But imagine, if you will, you take let it go and you exchange that personal relationship to a person with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And you think about the things that we have done in His sight and how we haven't always been honest with Him. We haven't always been faithful concerning Him. Oh, but he's been quite honest with us. He's been quite faithful with us. And he hasn't let us go. That's the beautiful thing. See, when we tie our destiny to a person and they become totally human, which we all are, and they don't do what we want them to do or what we think they should do, then a lot of times we have to question our expectation and was it even Christ-centered to begin with? See, I don't know why people leave in a relationship. But I am a part of a relationship too. So whatever they do or don't do, I have a responsibility. And Max Lucado talked about choosing and to love what God loves and to operate in the fruit of the Spirit. See, when you operate from that that the Holy Spirit gives you as a gift, then it does not matter what the person did or didn't do. 
circumstances are always going to be before you. You can't control circumstances, but you can choose how you react to a circumstance. And that's why it's important that we stay Christ-centered. Because if we keep our minds and our eyes and our hearts and our soul and our spirits focused on Christ, he would never lead us in a wrong path. There will always be blessings and lessons associated with our actions because they're Christ-centered. And things that have you bound and full of guilt and regret and shame and anger and make you a person that's totally intolerant of others. It's time that you do an an introspection, a self-examination, and ask yourself, men and women of God, how is that thought process or behavior working out for you? Number one. And number two, does it honor God? Not just any God, the most high God, the creator of all living things of heaven and earth. See, because that's the God standard, not a man standard or a world standard, but the most high standard and we have to make sure that we don't get overtaken by circumstances because everything that we will experience in this life is common to man there will be sickness There will be death. There will be betrayal. There will be lies. There will be hurt. There will be disappointment. Not everyone will value you. Not everyone will like you. Not everyone will even notice you. The one you should concern yourself most with is your Father in Heaven. Is your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Is the Holy Spirit. Yes. Because they were the ones that were there before there was a there. Before you were a thought before you were even placed in your mother's womb. They had wonderful plans for your life. They always have. They still do. And they always will. Focus on the higher things. 
Don't get bogged down with the weight of the world. Remember, your soul journey. This is not your permanent home. You're passing through. And your assignment is about God's divine will for your life. And you will be challenged because you have to spiritually grow. And you have to be taken to a higher elevation. And God is calling you to him. Now, you can seek him or you'll be driven to him. But remember, God is sovereign. His will and his plan will go forth. Because he's in control. But he makes himself very plain to us. He has given us his holy word. He has revealed it to us. He has not kept it secret. No. It's here. Available. And most times, if you can't even afford a Bible, one will be given to you. Can you imagine that? Out of all the books that have been written all over the world in every possible language you could imagine, the Bible is universal. And it is one that people will go out of their way to make sure that you have. What other book do you know is revered like that? Whatever book do you know exists on every continent? And has so for thousands of years. I don't know any other book that contains the Word of God, the Holy Bible, and how magnificent it is, and how life transforming it is, and that. Even those who have not made a decision to become one with Christ understand its magnitude because there's nothing else like it that exists. And if you can hear my voice, you're blessed. To be living in a season called now. Where you can 
receive and hear and study and worship and fellowship in and through the Word of God. It's a magnificent time. And we're talking about exhortation today. And I was blessed that there was someone who was listening to the radio station. And I'm sure it was streaming because the email that I received was from Sweden. And they had asked for prayer. How magnificent that we have a great opportunity here to make sure that the word of God is going forth in every medium imaginable. And I want to say to that person who took the time to email me and to say that they needed prayer, God has heard your prayer. And I'm delighted and blessed to be able to speak about it on this magnificent radio station. Yes, wait on it. It's on its way. We have a caller, and we'll take it at this time. You're on Save the Lost at All Costs, and God bless you. God bless you back. Hey, hello, Minister Susan. How are you, woman of God? I'm sitting here listening to you. And you was reading that about letting it go. Yes, ma'am. And I, and you started talking. So I said, okay, God, you think maybe I can come in and put some scriptures to all of what she's saying? <laughs> As the Holy Spirit leads you, woman of God, we would love to hear from you. And thank you for your faithfulness. Hallelujah. Um, it's going to be, uh, the scriptures are going to be coming from the um, English Standard Version. You were talking about letting things go. Amen. And here's a confirmation from the word in Ephesians four thirty one and 32. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you along with all malice, but be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as God in Christ forgave you. So another point in the uh, exhortation that you gave about letting go, the scripture confirms another area in the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, verses 5 and 6, it says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make straight your path. Also, um, in your exhortation, you talked about God having a plan as we let go. And to confirm that statement, Jeremiah 29, verse 11 says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for evil. To give you a future and a hope. Hallelujah. 
And uh, you also made a statement about letting go concerning, um, you know, not looking back. And to confirm that particular statement, Isaiah chapter 43, verses 18 and 19 declares, Remember not the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold. I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. So I wanted to call in and give some scriptures to confirm your letting go proclamation, exhortation, motivation, statement. Um, also, I believe that the word is telling us in first Peter chapter five, verse seven, casting all your anxieties on God because he cares for us. And Philippians four and six says, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication and thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. These are scriptures that uh, I had to uh, meditate upon when God was telling me to let some things go, let some people go, uh, let some situations go, let a particular job go, um, let 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 a particular um, house of worship go. And I didn't understand it when people were saying, well, Susan, you just need to let it go. But Proverbs chapter 29, verse 11, help me. It says, a fool gives full vent to his spirit, but a wise man quickly holds it back. So in other words, it wasn't no need for me to get all huffy and puffy about what she did, what he did, what they didn't do, what my expectations were. I was to believe in the promises of God and allow this word to transform me into the image and whom God called me to be. Um, because you also mentioned in your exhortation about how God already knows us before we were conceived into our mother's womb. Amen. And so a part of the letting go is um, what Paul says in Philippians 3, verses 12, 13, 14. Now that I've already, not that I've already obtained this or I'm already perfect, but I press on to make it my own. Amen. Because Christ Jesus has smiled, has made me, I was going to say has smiled on me. But that's not what the scripture says. It says because Christ Jesus has made me his own. And it says, brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own. But one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the up 
word call of God in Christ Jesus. So I wanted to call in and help us and the listening audience know that what you are saying, the words that are coming out of your mouth, are truly ordained of the Holy Ghost because the scriptures, the Bible, gives confirmation in the Old and New Testament as all of these scriptures harmonize with one another about letting go. Amen. (laughs) One last scripture, Proverbs chapter 4, verses 25, 26, and 27 says, Let your eyes look directly forward and your gaze be straight before you. Ponder the path of your feet, then all your ways will be sure. Do not swerve to the right or to the left. Turn your foot away from evil. So when you said in so many words, continue to look unto Jesus, who is the author and finisher of our faith. So I just wanted to add my two cents (laughs) to the exhortation about letting go. I appreciate that. And thank you, like I said, for your faithfulness. And it's very uh, important to align yourself with people that you can truly study the word of God with. Uh, I've enjoyed you tremendously. You know I have. And uh, iron sharpens iron. And the beautiful thing about the relationship, uh, woman of God, is that we can agree to disagree in love because we are all on different journeys. But we what we will agree on is the word of God because that is the gold standard. That is the standard. And as believers... We have an obligation and a responsibility to trust our Father and to follow His Word because that's what believers do. And at the end of the day, you know, the faith part, you know, we have to operate as if we have obtained it already. See, it should not be uh, a question about, you know, if we're going to get this, if we're going to get that, that should never, ever be the goal. The thing is to know that God is with us all the time. He has never left us. He has never forsaked us. He sent his only begotten son, you know, to pay for our sins and to ensure that we have eternal life with the gift of salvation. So if nothing else, you know, we should be rejoicing on that. We should have a higher praise. We should really be thanking him with every breath that we have in our body. Now we're human and things hurt. Wouldn't you agree, woman of God? Yes, I do. Um, in your in your exhortation, you, you mentioned about how sometimes... Um, on our part, we may have not gotten it right. Mm-hmm. And um, 
to confirm that from the biblical text, when we confess our sins, First John 1, 9, mm-hmm. God says that he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and Amen. to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. And so as we are walking together, Amos 3 and 3, how can two walk together unless they agree? Amen. We are, um, we have an obligation and a duty to, you know, confess our sins one to another. Amen. Also, um, as we are letting go, um, Jesus, he, uh, through his. It's okay. We had another caller calling in, and I hope that, you know, you'll call back. Uh, Minister Susan, you know we love you madly, and I really appreciate the scriptures that you shared with us and that it was confirming what the exhortation is. So we're going to take the call on line one first. Hello, you're on Save the Lost at All Costs, and God bless you. Greetings, sister from the land of promise, Jerusalem. Oh, the holy city, God the bless you. Well, thank <laughs> you. Calling, calling from the Holy Land. Thank you so much. Yes, How wonderful yes. is that? It is a blessing. I'm so excited. I called you earlier, but I was on a different time schedule. I was on Oklahoma time, so <laughs> the gentleman was so gracious. <laughs> so I said, I'm just calling to bless the people and to let you know that blessings flow for those that can't come to Jerusalem or to Israel. I'm your representative. I am your ambassador. Well, thank so you, I'm sis. I'm giving you guys the blessings from the land of promise. And we are giving you peace and blessing and wonderful kisses. And we pray travel mercy on all your wonderful travels and your uh, endeavors. And we want you home safe when the Holy Spirit returns you to us. This is home. Amen. I, am home. I just live in Las Vegas. I understand. <laughs> I, I stand corrected. When you come visit yes, us, ma'am. then. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. I will. <laughs> yes, ma'am. But what is your topic today, by the way? We're talking about exhortation. So we are given spiritual Hallelujah. motivation today. Amen. Amen. So perfect timing. Yes. That's excellent. Yes. I'll be here for about three weeks celebrating the holy uh, the holy days, the Sukkot, which is the Feast of Tabernacles and uh, the Feast of what's called Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a fast day, and um, that's coming up. I think it's tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken, or day after tomorrow, because tomorrow is already today. So, But that is it, and I praise the Almighty for traveling mercies and his blessing, and the Al-Al, perfect flight. It was a beautiful flight, straight, just straight flight from Las Vegas to uh, Tel Aviv. Well, wonderful. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. And we are excited. We feel so blessed with this praise report. So thank you, sis, for sharing. Hallelujah. Be blessed and keep looking up because Messiah is coming. Yes, he is. uh, I receive that and I believe it. And I love you. And Mm -hmm. thank you. Yes. All right, sis. Shalom, shalom. Shalom. Amen. What a wonderful gift from Sister Dorothy. Hello, you're on Save the Lost at All Costs, and God bless you. Oh, my goodness. My call dropped. Oh, it's okay. It was found. You're back. Hallelujah. I was trying to uh, talk about Philippians. Right, and you you had mentioned Amos. Yes. Okay, so uh, Philippians, is that where we are now? 
Yeah, we were talking about um, in letting go. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes we uh, become anxious and fearful and get all kinds of anxieties. But mm-hmm. uh, the Spirit of God in the written word in Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7, wants to encourage and help us to not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, we must let our requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. And so just before I call, you were talking about the Bible and how we can get the Bible in many, 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 many languages. Amen. And so, um, hallelujah, Psalms 46 and 10 says, you know, be still and know that I am God. How are we going to know who God is if we have a Bible? He says, be still. I will be exalted among the nations and I will be exalted in the earth. How? Because all of these Bibles have been and are continuing to be translated into all of these different languages. And so, um, hallelujah, to God be the glory for the great exhortation for today about letting it go. Amen, amen. (laughs) And the beautiful thing, too, sis, is that we are living evidence of God's miracles, signs, and wonders because each time we enact the scriptures and act the scriptures, then guess what? We are letting people know that the word of God is real. It is transformative. There's been nothing that I've read or experienced that can even come close to what I've tasted in the word of God. I I cannot even say there's anything remotely close. It's not even close. And I'm so excited You know, when I see it, when I hear it, when I feel it, you know, when I fellowship, I fellowship this morning and I tell you, woman of God, uh, you know, he raises us up from the dead. There's no question in this life and the next. And we can enjoy that and we can see that and it's infectious and it's contagious and it's the best thing to have. If you have a need, (laughs) you know, if you want to talk about an addiction and affliction, man, uh, it's the best kind of addiction and affliction to have because it's not going to do nothing but pay dividends and bless you and bless others all around you when we really partake of the word of God and eat this living word. Uh, we transform the world. And I'm very excited about that. And it's his power. It's not our power, but we can tap into the power source because we're connected. You know, you're located in a different geographical location. But sis, as if you're right here in the radio studio with me, as if you're in my home, you know, you're in my heart. And so subsequently, I carry you and the deacon and your amazing family everywhere with me. You have a special place in my heart. You have a special place uh, on this radio station in our community. So, you know, truly, uh, you're an ambassador and you're always welcome and the door is always open. You know that. But we don't have to be in the same geographical location to connect and take flight and, 
you know, do what God has called us to do, especially in a season called now. So uh, I thank you, you know, for the relationship and that you always are uh, making deposits. So thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Thank you, Beth. We love you, too. Um, this is so awesome because the Spirit of God is truly harmonizing. Um, you said that when you went out to fellowship today that the Lord blessed you. Amen. He uh, did. Psalms, Psalms 94, verse 19 says, um, When the cares of my heart of many, your constellations cheer my soul. So the Lord is saying, I'm going to cheer your soul through the power of my word. Hallelujah. And so he has brought us together and um, he has made uh, he in the book of Ephesians to talk about how the joints of the body, the spiritual body and the physical body are fitly joined together. Amen. So this is a fitly joining of the bones and of the mind through the power of the Holy Ghost and of his word. And the beautiful thing is, uh, I just have one uh, child and he's a male child and he came with me because I needed him to do some mission work. And it's a blessing when your child uh, will go out on a mission with you and that um, you see uh, the manifestation of your dreams, you know, your hopes and your prayers. And you see that, you know, come to be right here and visit upon you. And when you thought about it, you know what I mean? You just imagine it in your mind. And 31 years later, you know what I mean? And my son has gone out with me and, you know, supported me. But this day was really special. I, I heard my son's voice, you know what I mean, lifted unto the Lord. I heard him singing and praising and hugging people and to see that that you have poured into your child, you know, because it's difficult. There's a lot of things out there to try to distract you and to come for your children. And so that God had allowed my eyes to be well and my ears to hear and my heart to be full. You know, that was a gift. My child is a gift, you know what I mean, because he belongs to God, but he gifted me, you know, with my child. And um, it was just wonderful to see this gift operate and give glory and honor and praise to the Lord since it was breathtaking. It took my breath away. It took all that I had not to cry because my son would be like, what's wrong, mom? <laughs> And I did not want to distract him for a moment. You know what I mean? But I tell you, woman of God, uh, I was weeping joy on the inside because I know some people don't have their children. And uh, I was very mindful of that. You know, we're living in perilous times. We're living in the, in the you know, the last days. So uh, I know that whatever happens, my son and I will continue to praise the Lord. In this Hallelujah. life and the next. So for that moment, for that natal second, I tell you, it was a picture and a moment that will last me my whole life. And I'm, and I'm grateful. I'm really, really grateful. And uh, he didn't know he was going to be there. I didn't know he was going to be there because someone was supposed to go with me and that they were not able to go. So I said, son, I need you to help me. And uh, he got it together and went with his mom and... Uh, 
you know, gave honor to his father in heaven. So I'm grateful. Well, hallelujah. Well, you know. So he's trying to get like Deacon Samuel, because I know Deacon Samuel goes on regular missions. So I just want to say, you know, we we got Deacon Harold coming up in the background, Deacon Samuel. So thank you for being a great example. And Deacon Samuel is 11. Yes, ma'am. All right. And mine is 31. So I I thank Deacon Samuel for being, you know, out there in the head and uh, really inspiring these uh, other deacons in training. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So you were going to say, sis, we're coming down to the last couple of minutes. Yeah, I want to cap it off with declaring that the Lord is our shepherd and we shall not want. Amen. Hallelujah. And He's then, our shepherd and rest. we shall not want. Because there's no lack in the kingdom, men and women of God. And if somebody tells you there's lack, then they're not operating in the kingdom of God. There's no lack. You know, the thing is, you got to be prepared for the blessing that he's going to give you. And sometimes that takes preparation. So don't get upset if your season happens to be wilderness. Don't be upset if you happen to be in the valley because there's blessings in the wilderness and there's blessings in the valley because there's blessings wherever God is. So we love you. God bless you. Thank you, Minister Susan. Thank you, Sister Dorothy, for calling in from Jerusalem. And as we say, here. Save the loss at all costs. Goodbye. It is our humble prayer that the Most High God of all creation and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ continues to bless you and yours without cease for tuning in today and supporting this great move of God with your generous donations. Save the Lost at All Costs is a Holy Spirit filled, live called in weekly radio ministry that has been airing since 2005 and serving in the greater Las Vegas community. We can be heard every Sunday at 3.02 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Las Vegas. Vegas's very own Christian Talk radio stations, 1060 AM and 100.1 FM. Also, you can listen to KKVV Christian Talk Radio anytime via your cell phone. Please dial 605-313-0630. Again, that number is 605-313-0630. That number only works in the United States. Also, we are audio and video streamed in real time during our live broadcast at www.kkvv.com and our website www.savethelostlv.org If you would like to re-listen to a previous broadcast at no charge, make an online secure donation, or learn more about our ministry, please visit our website at www.savethelostlv.org If you prefer, you can mail in a donation. Address it to Save the Lost at All Cost, Inc., P.O. Box number 3358-52, North Las Vegas, 89033. Again, our P.O. Box number is 3358-52, North Las Vegas, 89033. All donations made to Save the Lost at All Cost, Inc. are 100% tax deductible. For more information, please feel free to call or text us at 702-219-6882. Again, 702-219-6882. We would like to thank you again. Remember to remain in Christ, stay prayed up, tune in, and don't forget to save the lost at all costs, no matter what.